0: Okay, so welcome back to the Fucking Ridiculous Podcast. This is episode five. Um, If you are watching, you now know that I have, um, I'm having a great summer. I tore my rotator cuff in three of the four tendons, and I also tore one of the two bicep two, bicep uh, tendons. So I just had that surgery um, not even a week ago, and clearly I'm killing it. Um, I don't know what the big deal is. So anyway, um, in news, I'm a little behind on the news, but we have a tampon shortage. I don't even know what to say about this other than how the fuck can we have a tampon shortage? Um, There's never a Viagra shortage, is there? Is there a condom shortage? I, I, I don't even know. What else? Could there, I mean, like, is there a uh, an enema shortage? There's not. There's nothing like that. So to have a tampon shortage is actually a big deal. And I'm not sure where we need to go for those. But clearly, Russia is not the answer. The Ukraine is not going to be able to help us either. Uh, I don't know about China. But um seems like everything else is coming from there. So can we look at other sources, please? Because people need them, OK? There's literally going to be blood in the streets. I don't understand. OK. So I don't know if you're like me, but I can't remember a lot of things. So I was able to buy myself this really cool book, and it's called Shit I Can't Remember. Now, some of you might think that that's dumb to, like, put all of your important information in the book that is shit you can't remember, and it probably is dumb, but you know what? I can't remember a lot of this stuff, and God knows there's so many – fucking passwords and so many sites now that I I can't deal with it. And most of it is because I use maybe three passwords on the regular, right? And so I know now that's my go-to. That's my go-to. The problem happens when some other people that happen to live in this house, like Want to watch Netflix or want to watch the streaming apps? And they don't care to look in the book to find out what the password is. So then they click the forgot my password. And then they promptly reset it to something I would never think of. So now when I need to log into whatever streaming something I want to do, I can't. Because number one, they're not available Even though they all have cell phones that we pay for. Um, Number two, I have no idea what they would choose as their stupid passwords. And number three, I'm so irritated with them. I can't even, like, I don't even know what I wanted to watch at that point. So, whatever. During COVID, um, I have a stationary bike and I am like one of those people. If I don't exercise, I'm not right in the head. It's not vanity, it's more sanity. I need that time. Otherwise, like, no one is safe in this house at all. They're just not. So, especially during COVID, I've I've explained how how I had very like aggressive feelings. So I would try and get on that stationary bike and just ride, ride away. So I was on the bike and I was like doing a really like vigorous ride. And one person who lives in my house, who may or may not be one of the lazier ones, um, was in the other room. And instead of getting up to come in and talk to me even though you're not supposed to talk to me when I'm on the bike. He's screaming to me, what's the Netflix password? And I keep kind of like, (sighs) like trying to tell him what it is through my breasts. And I'm getting like super pissed, super pissed. And then I'm yelling things like, stop fucking talking to me. Or, oh my God, can't you get your lazy ass up here and walk in here? Because I'm I'm not able to concentrate and get my, you know, like my output up to certain, I'm not going to get the calories to burn and... OCD stunts in and it's awful. So anyway, we go round and round and round. And finally he gets his ass up and he comes in and he's like, I need your phone. And I'm like, why do you need my phone? I'm already so irritated with him. And he's like, well, I had to reset the Netflix password. I was like, dude, I just fucking told you the next Netflix password like 14 times. What is the problem? And he's like, well, I, I, every time I put it in, it was wrong. I was like, well, I, I don't understand. I mean, do you need for him to write this down? He's like, no, I'm just changing the password. Well, I don't want him to actually go into my like email because just that morning, I had ordered a few things that a 17-year-old boy should not see confirmation that his mommy is ordering. So now I'm like, well, I, I, you can't do that. We're not, we're not, Just, just let me, we can figure this out. And so we go back and forth on, and I'm saying to him, so let's, for instance, just say my password was alphabet one pound. And so I keep saying to him, it's alphabet, capital A, alphabet one pound. And he's like, yeah, no, I put that in there. I was like, spell it for me. And he spells it. And he's like, you know, he's not the best speller, but he did get that. Um, super bright kid. And then he goes, so it's A-L, capital a l P H A B E T number one L B and I was like, what the fuck is L B? I didn't say that. I said alphabet one pound, and he goes, yeah. So pound, and I he goes L B, and I was like, I didn't say L B. I said pound, and he goes oh my God, LB is the abbreviation for pound, mom. Don't you know anything? And I'm like, oh my God, the number sign. And he goes, "Ah, why don't you just fucking say hashtag Jesus? And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. We've now reached a new level where like I don't, we're not even speaking, literally we're not speaking the same language. So this leads me to the big debate on like the number sign. I don't know when number sign, like, started as pound and then moved over to hashtag. But, like, everybody still seems to know if you say number sign, they're, they're, okay, good. If you say pound sign, a lot of people don't get that. And if you say hashtag, a lot of people don't get that either. So can we all just agree to use number sign collectively? And then I think we'll be all better off. Okay, so... I've had many surgeries in my life. I'm not proud of this. But um, this one has definitely been like the more challenging of them in many ways. And the biggest way right now is finding clothes to wear. Because as you know, I live in Richmond, Virginia, and it's summertime. So it's like it could be like 100 degrees or it could be like 75 degrees with 150% humidity. Either way, you're sweating your ass off. So um, I – I can't move this shoulder at all. And every time I do, it hurts like a motherfucker. I'm, I can't tell a lie. I'm not a big baby, but it hurts. So anyway, as I Googled like things to wear after surgery, you know, um, items, you know, shirts to leave the hospital in or whatever, everything comes up like scrubs or like snap You know, on the top, snap on the bottom, you know, like with a crew neck or something, which none of these things look good on me. And so then I was like, cute things to wear after surgery. And again, nothing is coming up but like button-down shirts or like a sleeveless button-down shirt with like a collar. Now, all of these things fall on the very long, very long list of items Nicole can never wear, okay? Okay. A button-down shirt is borderline, like, it, it's probably number three. Khakis are definitely number one. Definitely number one. I, I I mean, there's no way. And any kind of shirt with a collar, I basically can't wear. So now I'm like, well, what do I do? So they said, well, bring one of your husband's shirts. We well, you know how, like, you watch those movies, and they just grab, like, the the guy's, like, white button-down shirt, and they look super sexy and cute in it. And that's not at all what I look like. I look like fat guy in a little coat almost because you know all this the shirts are now like slim cut and my husband's not like six seven or anything so it just looks fucking ridiculous and then we're gonna have to cut the arm whatever so that was ridiculous so anyway i finally go to amazon and i find some strapless items some things so this is why i'm wearing this camo get up um it's actually super comfortable. Probably not very flattering, but since you can't see me, it's it's camo. You wouldn't know that. So we need to figure out how to find better things to wear for people who might have shoulder surgery and shoulder replacements because that's a thing. I actually asked for a shoulder replacement; they wouldn't give it to me. The recovery is actually easier, um, so I'm kind of pissed about it. But anyway, I will say since I've been home, my husband totally need to like pump his tires big time has been a rock star. First 24 hours, not great. Like he was kind of getting into that caretaker role. Not normal for him. But after the first 24 hours, he was spot on. My husband is like, he can make a yogurt fruit bowl. Like he might be the best in the world. Might be. No one in my house other than my daughter who is not here. She is at a camp conveniently. No one can do hair. So I have a left hand. I am a right-handed person. You do need two hands to make a ponytail or like a top knot or any of those cute little like things that you do. I mean, maybe people can do it. I don't know. I can't. So I have been reduced to asking my neighbors, people who are walking their dog outside of my house to make a ponytail for my hair because my husband cannot do it. It's like, Out here, my sons don't know how to like get the elastic tight enough. It's fucking ridiculous. So, I'm making a list of things that my boys need to know how to do so that should they ever need to do someone's hair in their life, they're gonna be checking that box. But all in all, my recovery has actually been great. They've been taking great care of me and my daughter not being here has actually been like a huge weight off my shoulders knowing that she's happy doing, living her best life, doing whatever she's doing. Besides the fact that she did text me on Friday night and asked to come home, to which I promptly replied, we are so proud of you for staying there. We love that you're horseback riding again and you've conquered your fear after you were bucked off a horse. Also, there's a package coming for you so you can't leave until at least Monday. So sit tight and dad will be there next Thursday. Love you. That seemed to work. Um, I have basically been on like vacation. It's like a staycation here in Richmond. I now know what it feels like to live in my house as a 15, 16, 17, probably 18-year-old boy. I sit in a recliner. That's where I sit every day. I sleep there too in my cool sling. I have people bringing me ice packs. I have people bringing me food. I have people bringing me meds and wine. And then I just sit there and I watch whatever I fucking want. I have finished three shows. I have made my husband sit through two shows that he literally wanted to hang himself. It's been awesome. And when no one's here, I just eat popcorn and I have it all over me. And I don't even care. So basically... That's what it's like to live in my house if you have a penis, I think. One thing that's really kind of upset me, though, is I was watching this show, the one that my husband was not super happy about watching and did anything he could not to. I love purple. Like, that's my favorite color. Not, like, the color purple of the movie, but, like, the color purple is my favorite color. And I'm starting to see, like, a lot of purple. And that's fine. Like, everyone can wear purple, but not everyone can wear purple. I don't want that to happen because then I wear purple and then it looks trendy. And I don't want to look trendy. I mean, it's my favorite color. It's my favorite color first. So I was watching the show and I, shit you not, every outfit that this stunningly beautiful like 30-year-old girl with awesome hair and dark eyebrows that don't look weird on her at all is wearing purple, every shade of purple. And now I'm thinking, well, shit, everyone's going to wear purple in the fall I'm not even gonna be wearing like normal clothes. I'm this sucks, which then led me to think about a story about my mother-in-law. So my niece got married um and this was like the first big wedding for our family. I mean obviously you know I'm I I my kids are nowhere near that kind of age, so these these are much older children from much older family members. but this is her first like being the grandmother. In a wedding. So she's like super obsessed with finding the right dress and she's been looking high and low and she's like gone everywhere, which PS, where we live is we don't have anywhere to shop at all. So she's kind of even gone like out of network, like out of, to other cities to look. So she comes home, she finally is like, I'm not sure if this is it, but so she sends a picture of the dress and it's like this deep, purple color. It's gorgeous. I of course love it cuz it's purple. And so I write back and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I love love the color. I it's going to look so great on you." Now, I am one of two sisters in, or daughters-in-law. The other one whose daughter is actually getting married is totally the favorite. They've known each other longer. A lot of other reasons why. She gave her three girls. I just I only had one, you know, so kind of disappointing in that, that regard. So I say, oh my gosh, you're going to look great. And then Emily, of course, chimes in and says, oh, I love the color. You will be the most beautiful grandmother at the wedding ever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so of course, you know, she's like, I'm sure her head is just swelling from all the great compliments from the other sister-in-law. And so she then writes back, well, don't worry. The, the V isn't too low. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not anything that we should worry about. And I wrote back and I was like, well, I don't understand what the big deal is. I mean, everybody loves a slutty gram at a wedding, right? And the response was like, nada, nothing, zip. And so then I was like, oh, fuck. I think I might have just like dug a hole that now I'm going to have to figure out a way out of. But... I did find out later, number one, she approved this story. Number two, she shared it with her bridge ladies and they all got a good kick out of it. So from now on, if I talk about my mother-in-law, I only have one, her name is Slutty Graham and I will just refer to her as Slutty Graham or SG. So 2022 has been kind of a big year for me um, for surgeries. I am falling apart. I am fucking falling apart. It's it's ridiculous. We have one of these high deductible Insurance plans, so like once you meet $1 trillion, you are then, everything's free. So my daughter helped us meet the deductible last year. So I've been trying to like fit things in, you know. So in January, I had varicose vein surgery. And nothing other than this sweet ball right here says sexy, like throbbing, unsightly, disgusting varicose veins. So I had to get those taken care of. Now, fun fact about that, waited about eight months for that particular doctor, came highly recommended. However, when I got there, I almost thought that I was like going into the dollar store for my surgery because this is totally 100% true. They did not have any blankets there. And I literally wore my winter coat on top of me while I was getting the surgery done. And my gloves. Again, he did a great job. Everything was wonderful. But if that doesn't feel like a fucking low rent operation, I don't know what is. So I come out of there with compression hose that I have to wear for like two or three weeks. And let me just tell you, fun fact on compression hose. It's not like you just go to the store and pick them up. You have to like go get measured, which is humiliating because they're measuring your calf and your thigh. Which, by the way, I have large calves. Some people's thighs are the equivalent of my calf, which is not good. And then my thighs are, like, not small either. So then they have to special order stuff. And I, of course, just ask for toeless. You know, like, I I sweat like nobody's business. So I just, I I need as little material as possible. So anyway, go through that. My husband's totally attracted to me for the next, you know, several weeks. And I walk around with those suckers on. I'll show you a picture on Insta. Um, second surgery I have, I am a vigorous brusher, always have been, like super OCD about my oral hygiene, which is very important. However, that leads to receding gums. So I knew I had to have gum grafting surgery. So I got gum grafting surgery. And I kind of go into things like I don't do a ton of research because, you know, what's that going to do? Lead you down the rabbit hole of like, oh, my God, now I'm scared. It just need to get done. I was trying to get done you know, under the deductible, which fun fact, dental insurance is the worst. It's the worst. Don't even pay for it because you get like maybe $800 for a family and that gets you nothing. So anyway, gum grafting, there are two ways to do it. They can either cut a a roof of your mouth and take your tissue and like put it in there or if you are an excellent flosser with great dental hygiene, you can get – any other material. It's like, I was like, if it's from a cadaver, I don't care. I don't I don't even care what it's made of. I, you're not cutting my mouth. So I actually fell into that category. And shockingly, <laughs> that's more expensive. <laughs> so I paid three grand to get my gums crafted only on the bottom. If anyone had told me what I was going to look like when I left there, because fun fact, I'm also a bleeder and a bruiser. Um, I looked like Minecraft Steve. According to my 15-year-old son, I did not know who that was until he showed me a picture. And I was like, "Mm, I see that. Minecraft Steve has a rectangle-shaped face. That is what I had because I was so swole. Then the bruising set in. And the bruising wasn't like I've been in like a fistfight bruising. It was like kind of veiny and streaky like Freddy Krueger had marred my face. And it would just go down my neck like this. So thank goodness we were still kind of wearing masks um, because I couldn't leave the house without one because I was not only scaring small children, I was terrifying the entire neighborhood and the grocery store. So I was just wearing my mask, couldn't leave the house, couldn't go to parties, couldn't do anything. That finally, finally got resolved after, I would say, maybe three weeks. So then Yeah, I did the usual stuff, you know, the mammograms and the colonoscopies and all that fun stuff. And so then this fucker came up out of nowhere. So, the colonoscopy is not really a surgery. Now there's mammogram, but it's been a fun six months for me. Time for not so deep thoughts. Um, I feel like a total fucking loser think I have like my finger on the pulse of everything amazing and what's new. But I mean, I kind of felt like I was trying, you know, I knew what was going on. A friend of mine sent me a picture of herself and her daughter outside doing goat yoga. And I promptly sent back WTF, you know, and I thought it was a joke because she's a very funny girl. And um, she was like, no, yeah, um, you know, so-and-so said we should try it. And so we did. It was at a winery. And I was like, oh, is it at a winery. So it was like, is it like a like a skit thing? Or she's like, no, 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 it's a thing. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird. I have so many questions, but we'll dive into that later. As I'm watching the show that had the girl wearing all the purple, one of the episodes, they talk about goat yoga. I'm like, that's twice in one day. I've never heard of this, and now this is the thing. So then I started asking around. So I talked to a friend who lives in New York. I talked to a friend who lives in Maryland. I talked to a friend who lives in Williamsburg. They've all heard of it. I'm like, what? have I been living under a rock? Like, why don't I- – I've never heard of it. I mean, maybe we don't have a lot of goats here in Richmond. But anyway, fun fact, I will be doing goat yoga as soon as I get clearance. It will probably happen during my birthday month. We will go on location. There absolutely will be alcohol involved. And I will answer all of the questions that I have for myself. Second thing, I'm kind of new to TikTok. Like, I know that's probably pretty obvious, but like, I don't, I didn't quite get it. And today I went down the rabbit hole of TikTok. Oh my God. Like, there's so much stuff out there. Like, first of all, where are... Is all this free time coming from? Like, how are the. I I was amazed by that. But I know there's probably a whole dedicated hashtag, number sign, number sign, devoted to goat yoga. But like, I spent an hour watching people do the dumbest things and laughing my ass off. So now I'm like, There's another thing I really didn't understand, but I'm getting there. I think I'm going to need a teenager to come on over and show me the rest because whatever my boys watch is ridiculous. Third thing, I totally get big brother is listening to us all of the time. I get that because I say I need a new weighted blanket or something and then all of a sudden it's, you know, everywhere, popping up everywhere. I did not say a few things and some things are popping up for me that I'm I'm questioning. I don't know what's going on in this for you. Suggested for me, um, there's a bleach for your vagina. Is that a problem? Is this an issue? Because I have already just discussed my issues right now. Varicose veins, gum grafting, colonoscopy, this fucker. And now I'm supposed to be bleaching my vagina. What color am I supposed to be? Is there a, is there a, a I don't know. I'm, I, it's out of control right now. So now I'm sure I will not, now I'll get more. Like, do we have to bleach our nipples too? I don't know, but I'm just going to find out and I'll report back. Okay, so I have had some questions on how to watch and learn more. So the handle for social is the thefrpod, all one word. And that's on Instagram, it's on TikTok, it's on Twitter, and then there's kind of a separate little Facebook page that you can all go on and like or follow. Spotify and YouTube have audio and video, and you can search the podcast, fucking ridiculous, and you can follow it. And then Apple just has the audio. If you don't want to look at this, this, I get it. Um, You can just listen to it. And so then you can subscribe to that and um, that'd be great. And if you felt like you were a good person and you just were like going to throw me a bone, maybe write me a review, maybe tell me something you thought was funny or tell me what you want to hear more of and I'll see what I can do.